What's up? What's up? Welcome to Ghetto Sports Sports Talk with Street Flavor. All right, all right. Let's see what's going on in the NFL. Okay, we got some quarterbacks named QB one for the first week in the regular season. Chicago. Justin Field will start on the bench. They said Dalton from the beginning was QB one. When he first got there, they said he was QB one. Nothing has changed. And why? Most people say, throw the young guy out there. See what he what he has. But if you saw that last preseason game and that hit that he took, that took his helmet off and his headband off, he was rocked. He still played, but he was rocked on that play. Maybe Chicago need to get there offensive line correct before they throw fields out there. So maybe that's why Andy is QB1. The red rifle is going to go out there for Chicago. Teddy and Denver has won the starting job. Teddy Bridgewater has won the starting job in Denver. He doesn't make that many mistakes. He goes up and down the field He puts you in winning positions. But is Drew Locke still your future? How long will Teddy be there? You acquired him on the offseason. You saw what he had a little, uh, they had the quarterback battle. He won. Let's see. They say that Denver is a quarterback away from competing with the likes of the Chiefs, the Chargers in that division. So will Teddy be that difference for Denver with the weapons they have on offense and a good defense to challenge Kansas City? Kansas City is number one, regardless of of the AFC, their division, the whole NFL. They are number one. So, With Teddy throwing the rock in Denver, will he challenge Kansas City? That's your question. Trevor Lawrence is QB1 with the Jaguars. We knew that going in. That was not a factor. Even though the head coach said it's a quarterback competition, we all knew that Lawrence was going to be that number one, the number one pick and was going to be that starting day quarterback. Everyone knew that. So is this news to us? No, I don't think so. But let's see what happens. Just like when the Jets picked Wilson number two, automatically they said Wilson is our starting quarterback. So you got... So, Lawrence is now named the starting quarterback for the Jaguars. We knew that was going to happen. Everybody and their mama knew that was going to happen. Stevie Wonder saw that coming. But, what's next? The Saints. The Saints got to make a decision. Hill or Jameis. 
And you've seen on the last game, Jameis gives you that threat of throwing the ball downfield. He gives you that threat of a quarterback being in the pocket. Hill is that weapon. Is that athlete. Is that threat. But when he starts, he's no longer that weapon because you're not that fearful of his arm. But when he comes in, you know, for a play or two, then he's that weapon. He's on your mind. But when you got to start him from the beginning, he's not that much of a threat to you because you're on game plan for him. Already for the whole game. And you're going to shut down certain things that he do. But when he comes out for, when he comes in for a play or two, then he's that difference maker. That's why I say Jameis should be the Saints starting quarterback. Because he gives you the option of having a quarterback in the pocket that can throw the ball downfield. He gives you that option. And without the turnovers, he is a great quarterback. Remember, when he was with Tampa, it was risk it, no biscuit offense, throwing the ball into double coverage because that's what they plan was. Remember, when Brady got there last year, his first three to four games, he had interceptions because of their offense. Then when they retooled and rethought the process with Brady, with some of his players and guys that he brought in, everything changed. So don't tell me it was Jameis throwing all these interceptions. Maybe it was the system that he was in that led to all these interceptions. And people say, well, Brady was in that same system. No, no. Brady brought part of his system to Tampa and they retooled the, the system to fit both the coach and the player which was Brady then they went on and won and if everybody didn't see that what are you blind they saw that Brady tweaked the offense for him and they came out on top after that that's what happened to Tampa. So it was not this Jameis through all those interceptions, you know, with that offense of game plan they had, the risk it, no biscuit uh, game plan about throwing the ball downfield. It led to interceptions. Even Brady had interceptions his first four games. It looked like the same offense that Jameis was in, but then he tweaked it. For himself, throwing it to the tight ends, brought Brown in, had people to rely on that he knew. He tweaked it, they changed, they won. They adapted to the situation. So, let's see what happens this year. But I believe that Jameis is the best solution for the Saints, regardless. New England. What are they going to do? Cam has to miss five days of practice because of the COVID protocol. 
They said it was a mix-up in the language when he went out to take another test. He didn't take the right test, so he had to isolate for five days. Will five days take his job away from him? I do not think so. I think Mac may be New England's future, but Cam right now is New England's present. So I think Cam is the right now. And if he missed if he missed five days from say Sunday, Sunday that means Thursday to Friday, he could go back and practice. He could still play in the final preseason game. I don't think he's gonna lose his job because Mac Jones practiced Wednesday and Thursday against the Giants. I don't think that. So I think Cam will start the season as the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots. Let me know if you think it's different. Is there any other quarterback issues that we need to talk about? We got a couple of quarterbacks coming back from injury that that is a concern to all the teams. Dak in Dallas. His ankle, now his shoulder, is he going to be ready? They said that he might play in the last preseason game. Okay, see what he's about. Joe Burrow, he was out last year with the knee. Will he play in the last preseason game? Maybe one or two series to get him back into the flow. Is Jordan Love going to play in the preseason? Last game. You know Aaron is not. Aaron didn't want to play in the OTAs, in the mini camps. He said, I'm ready. I've been throwing against these guys. Joint practices. I am ready. I'm a vet. I'm ready. That's what Aaron is saying. I'm not, I don't need the preseason. So, what's next? Carson Wentz. He's back practicing from his foot surgery. They said it was going to take him anywhere from 5 to 12 weeks. He's back now. Sometimes when these teams give us these medical reports, they blowing smoke at us. You know, playing with mirrors. Giving us the worst scenario answer. He's going to be out a while. And these guys come back sooner than later. Then we got our second-year quarterbacks in Miami, uh, in L.A. You know, what they going to do? As second-year quarterbacks and in Philly, those three markets, what they going to do? We're not going to talk about the established guys already that we got around the field in, in Seattle, in Baltimore, in Kansas City, in Tampa Bay. We're not going to talk about them. But what about your team? Let's pick a team at random, like the Falcons. Let's pick the Falcons. Okay, you got Matty Ice down there. You lost Julio. What are they going to do? Do they retool their defense to help them out? Do they have a running game? 
They have some. You got you got Pitts as tight end. You got Riley as uh, as a wide receiver. What you going to do? Is Matt still that answer for you at quarterback that can get you over the hump? Because remember, Tampa Bay is in your division. The Saints is in your division. Okay. Carolina has a new quarterback. Is he the fit for Carolina? Can the Falcons, that's, that's what they got to think about. Can the, the Falcons can say, can we get over Carolina? The Saints has a new quarterback. Can we beat, can Maddie Ice beat them out? Can we get over the Super Bowl champion? Yes, they brought back all their starters. Can we defeat them? That's what the Falcons are thinking about. In their own division. That's what each team got to think about in their own division. What is your team thinking about? Giant fans. It's time for your quarterback to step up. You gave him the weapons. Your defense came to play last year. Can they improve on that productivity they had last year? Can they improve? So if your defense improves from what they did last year, which was a great feat, and they go on to be a top 10 to maybe go to a top five defense, can your quarterback, along with his running back coming back from injury, be the team that you want them to be? That's the question. We're looking at your quarterback. And they're saying with Barkley there, he usually, and I'm talking about Danny Dimes, he usually has a better quarterback rating when Barkley is there because he's that threat. Now you gave him a couple of more weapons on the outside. So you got the weapons on the outside, you got Barkley back, and you got uh, uh, some backup running backs behind him. That's what you showcased last uh, game. Booker uh, showed that he couldn't be a good backup to Barkley, you know, to, to give him some breathing room, to spare him some plays. So you don't put that wear and tear on Barkley. The Giants get a, a great chance to take that division just like Washington or Dallas has a, a chance to take that division. They're going to go out there where it's all going to be about their, uh, their, their quarterback. Remember, years ago, Eli, in his third year, he took his team to the Super Bowl. So, can Danny Dimes take his team to the Super Bowl, like I, like Eli Eli did in his third year. Remember, I believe in Eli. 
he brought me two chips. Okay? Two chips. Most guys that's popping junk right now, they can't say that unless they're New England fans. You know? Brady brought them, brought them um, six. No, even Big Ben, he can't even say that because in one of those Super Bowls, he was a spectator. Heinz Ward threw the touchdown. You know, he was a spectator. But he, no, he, he was a quarterback, but he was a spectator. So I don't care what y'all say about, about Big Ben. He's no Eli. Eli brought me two chips, two MVPs in the Super Bowl. So, this last preseason game, a little bit of the first teams are going to start practice, see what they got going on. Then, after that, next week, by the 31st, every team got cut down to 53 players. There's going to be a scramble on the market. Players, people will going to be changing hands. Uh, your practice squad guys, and we'll see where everyone lands. Because that's not going to be your final, pro, uh, your final team. Because after game one, teams can pick up some veterans. And the reason why they can pick up veterans after game one, because you play them, they're on your roster on game one, and they play. If you cut them, their salaries are guaranteed for that year. That's why you see some, some veterans don't get to run in game one but get picked up after game two because that means they, their salary is not guaranteed. But if they're on the roster for game one and play, or just, like I said, on the roster of the 53, their salaries are guaranteed for the whole year. That's why there's still some moving and shaking going on after game one. People are brought in. People are let go. But that's veterans. A rookie can be brought, can be um, playing on game one, released after game one. You bring a, a bring his replacement as a veteran in, and that veteran's uh, salary is not guaranteed. The, the rookie, you could probably put him on a practice squad or something like that. So let's see what happens. Not even mention any teams like the Rams that got a new quarterback. You know, they had a number one defense. You know, Stafford got something to prove. Their head coach got something to prove. Let's see what happens. Seattle, we didn't talk about Seattle this, uh, this offseason. You know, all that bickering that Russell wanted to go somewhere, he's still there. So what's going to happen next? Is Russell... Is Seattle going to do anything? That's the question. Cardinals. They ain't the same boat. Their quarterback is going on their third year. Can he prove that he's worthy? This uh, offense that their head coach supposed to have been so uh, the man on that he brought this new offense to the, to the NFL... We haven't seen anything yet. They haven't made the playoffs. He has, he has something to prove. Baltimore, can they finally get over the hump? You know, they finally won a playoff game last year. 
So they're taking baby steps. So the next step is to win two playoff games, maybe three. Same thing with the Browns. They finally won. They got Odell back now. Can they do something? There's a lot of questions out there. That's what make this season very interesting. It's a lot of questions. And we'll get some answers. Not the first week, but after the first quarter of the season, we'll see some answers. Because some teams can start off hot and fade Pittsburgh. Some, get, some teams can stumble and get there. Tampa. See what I'm talking about, people? So, let's see what happens. Is your team ready? Are you ready for some football? I know I am. I give you my predictions when the season starts. Every, every uh, broadcast before Sunday's games, I give my winners and losers. So y'all can make your bets make some money. We're not talking about fantasy. We're talking about money here, okay? Let's see what happens. I think we don't have a good year. And I know I want to have a good year. So, did you learn something today? Please be out there. Be careful. Protect yourselves. We're still in the middle of a pandemic. Be safe out there, my people. Wash your hands. Wear your mask when, when necessary. Keep social distancing. Treat each other with kindness and respect. Okay? Let's try to be better to each other and ourselves. And we all could get along and see another day. On that note, I will talk to y'all later. Peace.